everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Today, I'm here with Alessandra Henderson, the co-founder and CEO at Electra Health. How are you today? Doing very well. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I'm excited for us to chat. I think we should dive right into it. I'd love if you could tell the audience a little bit about your background, and then we'll talk more about your company. Sure. Um, so very briefly, uh, I have been in and around the startup community for the better part of about 12 years now. I uh, actually have a humanities background and came into startups through art. You might actually see the artwork in the background, um, the, the well-placed, well-positioned, I should say. Um, but yeah, came in, started my career in art and technology as a sixth employee at Artsy, which is putting the $66 billion, $66 billion art market online. Um, spent a couple of years there, uh, kind of uh, earning my stripes in early stage startups. From there, I went to business school. And then for several years prior to Electra, was um, in the early stage startup space, actually founded the MIT Startup Studio as well as at Human Ventures. So really, you know, early stage building is in my DNA and largely in the consumer health space. Um, you know, before you know, moving into and ultimately founding Electra in 2019. So excited to share our Electra story with everyone. I was gonna ask you about the painting. I like it. Yeah. Um, it's not me. I wanna clarify it's... that I, you know, my ego is not that large. Uh, it was actually done by a friend in high school. So she was brilliant um, above and beyond her years. And, uh, you know, the, the similarity is maybe a little bit too, uh, too close, but it's not me. Was this something that was, did she go through the, uh, the, the art company at the time, the marketplace? No, she's, uh, her name's Jana. She literally, she painted that when she was 13. So this is from wow. many, yeah, many, many, many years ago. She's brilliant. She's an artist today. I'm sure her artworks are on Artsy. Um, I actually haven't checked, but you know, Artsy has done incredibly well. To uh, their mission was to put to make art accessible to anyone with an internet connection. Um, and I, you know, it doesn't to go from art to menopause or to digital health. You know, sounds like a, a funny journey, but I can make. There's actually a lot of parallels that I find between the art world and the healthcare world. Um, just most notably, you know, antiquated industry, highly fragmented, um, you know, and oftentimes really indiscernible to customers, but excited to see what technology has done to um, kind of unlock you know, art, health, and of course, so many other industries. Absolutely. Well, I, I'm, I'm excited now. Can we, can we start off by giving us, I guess, I like to focus on the why, how, what of Electra Health, and then we'll talk some of the, we'll talk more about menopause. Sure. So, uh, yeah, why am I building Electra Health? Um, you know, it really, the, the origin story is through a, a personal hormonal health journey of my own. I think so many uh, founders today who are building in digital health and especially consumer health had that personal experience and, you know, are ready, looking to, and ready to change the system. Um, you know, it really started several years ago. Uh, I was getting quite sick. Um, and, you know, learning to navigate uh, the healthcare system myself, um, ultimately discovered integrative medicine and um, was, you know, a really great journey for, for me. I also, um, I froze my eggs in 2017, which I only bring up because the hormones from egg freezing actually impacted my eyesight, um, which, 
you know, I oftentimes get that reaction. You know, it, it seems like such a, a kind of out there uh, byproduct of hormones, but you know, women have estrogen receptors all over our bodies. Um, there's you know anywhere between 100 to 300 estrogen receptors, and uh, all over our body, eyes being one of them. And we'll talk a little bit about this, but you know, hormones impact brain, heart, gut. You know, our full well, uh, well woman being. Uh, anyway, it was truly kind of my aha moment of the importance of hormones um, and the importance of educating women about our hormones um, and, and uh, how to incorporate that into our health. Fast forward several years, um, decided to ultimately found Electra in January 2019 um, and with a real focus on menopause because um, you know, while there is, while the women's health space is really growing, I'm so excited about that. We need more dollars. We need more brilliant brains. We need more people rallying around women's health. Um, but so much of it is really focused on the reproductive years. Uh, it really, oftentimes, a lot of this femtech really ignores uh, everything outside of that. Um, of course, you know, menopause being an incredibly important time in a woman's life. Um, and again, we'll get a little bit into what menopause is, but ultimately took the plunge to found Electra um, with the goal, uh, you know, our mission statement from day one has been to smash the menopause taboo. And we do that through our three pillars. The first one is education, you know, evidence-based education to help women understand what menopause is and what they can do about it. Second pillar is care. Um, and that means access to experts, whether through telemedicine or just connecting with a really smart person who can answer questions that we have vetted. Um, and thirdly is community. Uh, it's such an um, important time of life and we hear from women that it's very lonely. And so it's really important to us to connect women, not only for support, but of course that kind of knowledge sharing that happens for the literally 50 million women who are currently navigating this, you shouldn't have to do that alone. And so um, we have you know, brought these three pillars together under one platform. Um, I have an incredible co-founder, Janine Bercy, who comes from the healthcare space. Um, most recently, she was VP of Clinical Operations at City Block Health, so she knows how to build a digital health business like, nobody, like nobody's business. And then the, our third uh, kind of, um, third leg of our stool founding stool is our uh, founding physician, Dr. Anna Barbieri, who brings in that clinical expertise um, to make sure you know, everything is evidence-based and rooted in science. Quite the team, yeah. When it, especially, I get really excited too whenever I hear City Block. Um, and you were, uh, at what, what I tend to see with a lot of companies is they'll bring on, now I know other roles you can get away with this, right? Because there's crossovers, but They'll bring in someone with an operations background, but not someone that was in clinical operations and has already like been there, done that and seen that part of the business. So to have that and a co-founder too yeah. is great. Um, I mean, she's so kick-ass. And I should mention too, sorry, I totally interrupted you, um, but I just, fine. I mean, I love working with her. And so this is my, uh, you know, she's also the daughter of two physicians. She's married to a physician. Um, and then actually her father was uh, a urogynecologist. 
So founded the uh, urogynecology department at the Brigham, at Harvard, you know, Brigham in the 90s. And so I, as I was looking for a co-founder, I met so many people who were interested in women's health, but that, that oftentimes really focused again on fertility. The second I met Janine, she, we spoke for, it was supposed to be an hour, it was two and a half hours. She knew all about menopause. Um, and so anyway, she was, she was my version of a unicorn to, um, to connect with. And so it's been really great to build alongside her. That's amazing. Well, yeah. congrats. And um, when she watches this, she's gonna see your eyes just light up. <laughs> like it's incredible. Um, that's yeah. my favorite part about doing the video part of this. Yeah. It's when you really get excited about something, people's eyes light up and yeah. it's like, okay. Perfect. I love our team. And I, I mean, I'm focusing on her, but like our whole team and we're small, but mighty. We're only four full time right now. Uh, and we are growing. So that's my, like, see my call to action here is, um, you know, if you're interested in women's health and menopause, please go to our website. We have some open jobs listed. Well, we can actually lead into that with, uh, cool. you just raised a round of funding, right? And um, now the, the lead was 776. Is that yeah, right? we have uh, co uh, actually co-leads, so 776, uh, as well as Flare Capital Partners, who uh, they're an excellent healthcare firm located in Boston. So we have, um, yeah. really, we consider to be the best of uh, consumer and healthcare behind us. No Flare well, yeah, no, um, uh, who, do you know uh, Ian Chiang at all over there? I've spoken with Ian, yeah. Um, yep. Really such a supportive team. They're, they're really great thought partners on the healthcare side as we uh, you know, navigate from direct to consumer and how we of course grow and scale our, our platform. Yeah, for it's, uh, that's, that's one that like, that, um, being able to work with those two firms is incredible, uh, especially because I, I think you have both best of both worlds. I don't know, I know more obviously about um, 776 is fairly new, right? It's something that uh, mm -hmm. Alexis uh, recently launched. Yeah, um, Alexis Sohanian, so the co-founder of Reddit um, and his incredible partner, Caitlin, uh, who uh, was actually head of, um, I'm sure this is, the, but head of people, head of people and culture at Reddit uh, and who had been looking for a menopause startup to back. So it was an immediate kind of incredible partnership. And again, um, this is, both how we, and we raised 3.75 million in seed funding to invest in team and product. Um, I think the, you know, it was really important to us, not just with our investors, but just how we think about the business and being, bringing the best of kind of consumer um, and healthcare together under one roof. Absolutely. And just so if anyone's unaware and they'll, they'll go out and look and I'll tag all of this, but um, he, Alexis was previously, uh, I think the managing, managing partner, or he's very high up at initialized capital, mm -hmm. which, um, you know, I, I always watch, uh, Gary Tan's videos over there on, on YouTube. He's always putting something out. So we'll, we'll give them a shout out as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. they're great. And they're, I mean, Coinbase recently, like they just, their portfolio is, is really amazing. And oh. Alexis, it's fun to work with, um, not just fun, but really amazing to work with a previous founder or previous operators, right? Who kind of get what it's like to be in the trenches in their early days. And so um, have loved, you know, love our, our, those of course are our co-leads, but we have some other incredible um, investors behind us as well. Love it. As, as you're telling me this, I'm scratching my leg because I have all these mosquito bites. I just, I moved to Florida in January and 
the, there's these thing called no seeums no seeums or something where like you literally can't see the bug but they'll bite you and it's it's horrible um it's don't yeah. tell me you you did the miami move no i i did the tampa okay on the other the other side of it um why which, florida uh, um just visited here uh, a lot over the years and um I'm big into tennis um I don't, I don't go out too much so yeah. when i do i like it to be really nice um but now it's hurricane season so um <laughs> we'll see i was gonna say it's august so you know braving the outdoors i don't know what the temperature is it, uh, i'm in new york and it's 92 degrees and very humid so we might actually be facing comparable weather. you were you were actually the because I'm, I'm originally from boston and i moved yeah. when i moved here in january and it, it, the weather's actually been i think warmer where you've been like that whole area of uh you know the, the northeast but yeah. where are you anyway. from in boston right downtown um so I, I was living right downtown originally from southern new hampshire moved out to uh to boston and um yeah so it was great because i got to meet with like the flare team and stuff and just walk down there and but yeah, you went to school out there right uh no i'm from boston actually i'm a mass hole uh, okay all right it's and, and only only a true yeah only a true only a true bostonian can say that on a yeah, they, no one will ever call themselves that unless they're from there okay well, i still have my 617 area code holding on strong so um you know though i've been in new york at this point for probably longer um and have a lot of love for boston so and you, of course the health health tech scene up there are you going to go to the health conference out there in October? We uh, will be in the, we'll be in Boston. I think, you know, where we are talking about getting tickets. Um, this is actually to bring the conversation to menopause. Uh, October is what I like to call our Super Bowl month. Um, October is World Menopause Month. Specifically, October 18th is uh, World Menopause Day. And so health falls right in the middle of it. So we're really, um, you know, looking through how we can align, of course, health along with what what we're hoping to be is uh, a big kind of awareness and thought leadership day for Electra. Very cool. All right. Well, if if uh, if we're in the area and you know we can yeah. say hello, it'd be great to say hello. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll see how the conference goes. Hopefully, okay. everything with COVID's in a in a good place. But you have to be vaccinated to go. So at least there's that. But yeah. we, we shall see. Let's yeah. let's quickly segment as we wrap up. I, I'd love to talk a little bit more about why menopause is important for women. And then if you can also segment from there, like why is there a taboo around menopause? Yeah. yeah. So um, just setting a, maybe a little bit of a baseline of what menopause is. Uh, if you give me 30 seconds on that, because I think there's a lot of confusion. So um, Menopause is defined as, uh, it's actually a day in time. It's the point in time at which a woman has not had a period for 12 months. Um, it's kind of in, uh, uh, an indication of, you know, her uh, reproductive years or um, kind of behind her. And so uh, it happens on average at the age of 51 uh, in the US. There's a period beforehand that's typically about five to seven years called perimenopause. Um, and this is when most people start, most women start to exhibit symptoms. Of course, that happens, you know, in your mid forties. Um, it's what you most often associate with hot flashes, you know, increased weight gain, insomnia, 
um, there are 34 symptoms in total of menopause. And so, um, you know, it can really impact women in a wide variety of ways. Um, and also about 80% of women um, report that, you know, quality of life issues around menopause. So, uh, you know, I think just to a little bit of that myth busting or making sure that we get the facts down, you know, um, it happens often, you know, in women start to experience it in their kind of mid forties. Uh, it can last seven to 10 years, 34 symptoms, huge impact. Um, and it's really, uh, you know, historically speaking, it has menopause as a topic has been understudied. It's been underfunded. It's been under-researched. Um, you know, it's really, uh, especially in women's health, it's a topic that unfortunately has long been ignored. And then of course, culturally speaking, uh, women just have not felt comfortable talking about it openly. Um, you know, it's kind of, if you look at just cultural representations of menopause, it's kind of women as old or crazy, hysterical, sweating. Like it, it's not a very, it doesn't have a lot of positive associations with it. Um, at Electra, we're really excited to be changing that, uh, changing that narrative and kind of redefining this period of life as a time when women can, um, you know, take stock and start to uh, kind of examine what's going on with their health. Um, it is, of course, a transition and a period of time that, um, you know, women can oftentimes kind of use this as an opportunity to define how they want to live well for the next, you know, 30 to 40 years. And, um, you know, while we've talked about some of the quality of life issues, you know, the night sweats and hot flashes and brain fog and um, weight gain and, you know, all these things that, that you really wouldn't wish upon your worst enemy. Um, it's also a really critically important time in a woman's, um, for a woman's long-term health. Um, estrogen and progesterone, which are the hormones that are most uh, commonly, you know, associated with menopause and, and um, you know, the reason for exhibiting a lot of these menopausal symptoms. Those, uh, those hormones actually have a real impact on a woman's long-term heart health, bone health, and brain health. Um, estrogen you know, protects our bones, it protects our brains, it protects our heart. And so if a woman, you know, if Electra, at Electra, we can raise awareness to get a woman to really understand what is going on with her body during this time of life and to start to really take action, um, whether that's just lifestyle or prescriptions, hormone prescriptions, um, it can really have an impact on that woman's, again, long-term, um, both longevity and long-term health. And so, you know, there's, there's so much to dig into. I know we're kind of edging towards the end of our time here, um, but it is, you know, I think the, the headline from this is, um, you know, it's a huge number of women are impacted by menopause. Um, unfortunately, it has been understudied and underfunded for too long. But at Electra, we're really changing that. And we really want women to see this as a time to take stock of what's going on, um, to speak up and out and to start looking for solutions. You know, at Electra, of course, we're here to help women navigate and really build out a plan um, that can help you live well for not just this moment in time, but for the next 30 to 40 years ahead of her. And, and just so the audience knows too, like this was the first episode I'd love to have you on again and we can go 
deeper into some of these areas and also maybe get a snapshot of like where you're at because like there's a lot going on for, for you right now right you literally just closed this round yeah um it's almost your super bowl yeah uh, and, and then you have to make all these hires right so yeah. um it what what i'll do too is i'll throw I'll, I'll throw in the the comments we can throw in your like hiring link if you want mm -hmm. so that yeah. anyone looking at this podcast if they're interested can yeah. um can check it out but uh yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, and enjoy the a Florida weekend and looking forward to reconnecting, you know, in the coming months as we continue to kind of hit our momentum with this. We'll see, Tropical Storm Fred's hitting this weekend. So uh -oh. we'll, we'll have fun with Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jared. Have a good one. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.